Hello and welcome to another edition of our Pro Football Jokes podcast. I am hello. My name is Jump. I figured it out, and I am joined as always by Alex, the freaking beast. How are you doing, Alex? Oh, I'm doing great. Just ready to talk some more football. The Redskins had their bye, but uh, they're going to come back strong this week. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure they are well-prepared and ready to play. We also have our unpaid, uh, stress that unpaid intern, and that is Reeve. How are you, Reeve? I'm doing pretty good. What's going on, guys? Oh, it's good to have you here. And then, of course, you cannot forget him, the Pepsi-drinking screw. How are you doing? Um, a little sick, a little under the weather, but I'm ready to talk some football. Oh, well, we, we appreciate you pushing through the uh, sickness. And see, that's uh, that kind of leads us into our, our first topic here for the day. I mean, we are uh, a quarter of the way through the season, and uh, it's time to talk a little bit of uh, the MVP, the people that push through the, the pain, the sickness, and make the biggest impact for their teams. And so uh, who do you guys think are the uh, top-running MVP candidates for the uh, season? Uh, well, I think the obvious answer uh, is the t- everybody's top choice is Patrick Mahomes right now after that Monday night performance, which I think was probably his best game of the season, honestly. like he, I thought before he was playing really well, but he was more of a product of Andy Reid's o- offense and all the playmakers around him like Tyree Kill. I mean, he was doing his job, but just kind of tossing the rock, but the Broncos kind of figured that out and were able to play some good defense, but he was able to improvise, make plays and lead his team on the comeback. Yeah. That, that fourth quarter, I just, I could not believe just the, the, the movement he had and still keeping his head downfield and just the, honestly, the arm talent too, to find it and then actually be able to make these throws on the run, still push the ball 15, 20, 30 yards down the field on, on the money. I was I was actually blown away by Mahomes. I'm all in on that guy. I think he is the real the real deal, and it's fun that he has such a good quarterback coach. You don't do, think I, that you don't think that this team is going to hit a similar wall to the last year Chiefs? Maybe the team will because their defense is not great. <laughs> so, yeah, I, just, I don't know how long the offense can make up for that terrible defense. I mean, if they're putting up thirty plus points a game, they're going to win a lot. Yeah, that's true. And a lot of teams in today's NFL seem to not be playing much defense. So You tend to win by scoring more points than the other team. So scoring a lot of points is usually a good sign of your team doing well. Mm. You could kind of blame that on the rules for all these bad defenses, but that's another discussion in itself. (laughs) Yeah, we'll save that for another famous uh, Reeb, the unpaid intern rant. Uh, Yeah. But no, yeah, it is a, a ton of offense out there. But one of the MVP candidates that I uh, is actually on the other side of the ball, uh, and he actually happened to be traded before the beginning of the season. I think Khalil Mack is a real is the real deal. A good candidate looking for MVP. What do you guys think about that? I think if you're averaging a strip sack per game, I think you got a pretty good argument there. I think it's pretty hard to find a good pass rusher in today's NFL. Yeah, they don't. They don't just grow on trees. Why did the Raiders get rid of him exactly? Money. Uh, that's the joke. <laughs> they spent their money wisely and paid John Gruden a hundred million dollars. Oh, yeah, exactly. Fully guaranteed. Right. I love that guy, man. <laughs> 
No, but see, I mean, Khalil Mack, I, I mean, he's always been dominant, but he's just coming into this year. I don't know if he was angry about the trade or whatever, but so far he is living up to that contract and then some. It's it's, it's pretty incredible to see. Uh, and it's it's just fun to watch. He's dominant. I'm, uh, I might think it's a lot less fun when he plays my favorite team here in a little bit, but currently <laughs> I'm enjoying it. It's also <laughs> nice when he actually has some defensive talent around him so he doesn't always be the focal point of the offense. That's also true. But you think about that. I mean, they very easily could have won that Packers game. I mean, if they were able to make one interception that was thrown directly into a particular cornerback's uh, hands, they make that grab. They're four and out right now. It's crazy. Yeah. Who, who was that? The, who missed that interception? <laughs> and he'd be the lead, leading an undefeated team. And I think he'd really be in this MVP discussion. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I've, I've really enjoyed watching Mac. I think it's, it's fun to have a defensive player that you can truly talk about in the same sort of category as a quarterback who's thrown already fourteen touchdowns and all that kind of stuff. What do you, what do you guys uh, think about Jared Goff for a possible another MVP candidate? I don't. I, it's hard for me to believe that Jared Goff is an MVP candidate. I don't know. I mean, I've watched Jared Goff this year. He's played. He's played great. He's been delivering some crazy throws. Like he's, I mean, he. I mean, you can't really make any other arguments like what Patrick Mahomes does. Like he gets the. They both get the benefit of playing in a really creative offense that creates open receivers, but then they also make really good plays on their own. I mean, Jared Goff was throwing some dimes on Thursday night football. I don't argue with like the way that he looks and the stats and all that. It's just, it's still hard for me to believe with how big of a joke he was two years ago. Did you watch the Thursday night game at all? Because he was moving that defense around like pro. He was like looking off safeties the whole time, throwing like awesome seam balls. I mean, it was great. Yeah, but it's just, it's wild how far he's come. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. But I, I did want to throw out how well Kirk Cousins played in that game. Like, I, I think Kirk oh, is a always got to plug Kirk. Kirk is a sneaky MVP candidate. Obviously, he's not right now because he's they're they're one two and one. That's not going to be an MVP. How many how many points did they put up on the Bills? <laughs> that I, I honestly didn't think that was Kirk's fault at all. I mean, he didn't play great, obviously, but I, on Thursday on the Thursday Bills. night. The Bills, Alex. The Bills. (laughs) He got a garbage time touchdown. Congratulations. On Thursday night, uh, I thought Kirk played just as well as Jared Goff. The only difference between them is that Kirk would make a – Jared Goff would make a great throw, like crazy, like right on the the money. Uh, And then he would get to hand the ball off to Todd Gurley a couple times, find like a couple wide open guys over the middle – where he just gets to deliver the ball and it's an easy throw and then he gets to he gets that break and what the offense is still moving and then he gets to make another great throw and make a play kirk would make a great throw and then like the offense would just be (laughs) stagnant until he made another play are you saying dalvin cook is not pulling his weight alex well uh, dalvin cook was injured they gave him the ball like that's true he played like the first quarter, and then they were like, "Yeah, that that that's enough for you." They said he was on a limited snap count. I didn't realize like <laughs> just the first quarter he's gonna play. Like, <laughs> They're like, "Ah, oh, damn, we we used them all up." All right, yeah. 
Yeah, and Latavius Murray's like getting like one one yard per carry. Uh, I mean, we it, all know we all know Kirk likes to throw the ball forty times a game, though. <laughs> Everything looked so much harder for the for the Buck for the Vikings. Yeah, you should be, you should be used I, to not I, having a run. A lot of that, I think, is is coaching. I mean, they just oh, of course they just they just have that all set up for him. I mean, yeah, exactly. Monster, but I mean, you could talk about him MVP candidate as well. How he makes that offense go, but yeah. I mean, they're they're as I said, I think the Vikings have great receivers. They also it was like either Kirk would make an incredible throw or Thielen or Diggs would make a great catch, but like nothing was easy for the Vikings in that game. Well, the Rams also have a amazing defense. I think the Vikings defense should be better than the, the yeah. But it's also, I mean, you think about the difficulty trying to get the run game going against. You got those big guys coming up the middle. Yeah, you got uh, Sue and Donald waiting for you. Tough to get that run game yeah. going, them. But I'm going to come back to again that they completely overlooked the Bills, not caring about that game to get ready for the Rams, and they played like garbage. So that uh, kind of hurts. Uh, well, it is tough yeah. when you play a. 70 minute game against the Packers and then have a Thursday night game against the Rams the next week and you have the bills in between it's kind of natural to maybe overlook the the bills and guess what they overlooked them so they could prepare for the Rams and they still lost both of the games so (laughs) tough spot after the tie and I still believe in these Vikings teams I was very high on them on the beginning of the season I still am I think Kirk's have a great season I just had to get a couple good jokes in there to try <laughs> that uh, Alex still the the homer I guess for uh, Kirk Cousins his MVP case is in uh, some trouble right now. Look, I'm just calling it like I see it. <laughs> um, I have a question for Alex. Who do you think is more deserving of uh, NFL MVP for the Rams? Do you think Aaron Donald or Jared Goff is more important to that team? Oh. Like, I mean, I think Jared Goff is playing better right now, but who's actually more important going forward? I would say Aaron Donald, definitely. Well, who's their backup? Sean Mannion. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I just believe in Sean McVay that much that I think they would be okay if they lost Jared Goff. I mean, I think quarterback's a way more important position than defensive tackle nowadays. So, whoa, hot take! Really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what about uh, Trubisky trying to make an MVP uh, oh. on himself after six touchdowns? <laughs> Look, Trubisky is not a good quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't care that he throws six, threw six touchdowns. Mitch, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick threw six touchdowns at one point in his career. Nick Foles threw seven touchdowns in a game in his career. And Nick, today's uh, NFL is Super Bowl champion Nick Foles. Yeah, Super Bowl yeah. MVP Nick Foles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he can go forward to be have a Nick Foles type of career. That's. That's about the ceiling for Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> Honestly, not a bad career. Uh, True. I'd take it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, probably, probably, Super probably Bowl. better yeah. than Kirk Cousins. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I mean, this MVP, it's kind of heating up. I, I mean, I really enjoy it. I, Oh, man, I do you guys really think Mahomes can hold on to it? I I believe in the guy. I think he's just ridiculously good. 
And he's got Andy Reid who makes his life in those weapons. Like Tyreek Hill is so much fun to watch when he catches the ball. He convinced me on, on Monday night that he's the real deal. Yeah, he is insanely talented. He's all right. He's got a good sense of humor, too. <laughs> yeah, because everyone makes fun of him for his voice. Yeah. Even Andy Reid. <laughs> yeah, what did Andy Reid say? Did he sound like a frog? Apparently, Andy Reid does the best impersonation of his voice. <laughs> and I want to hear a sound clip of that so yeah. badly. Yeah, so how would you describe Patrick Mahomes' voice? Andy Reid. Frog-ish. <laughs> oh man! Oh, I'm, let's go. Let's let's flip the the spectrum here. We've talked about some of the most uh, exciting players in the league, but now let's talk about some of our disappointing teams. We've all kind of picked a a top disappointing team. And uh, Alex, do you want to kick us off with the team you've been most disappointed with this year? Oh, um, well, I'm going to pick a team that I was obviously maybe a little bit higher on than the rest of you. So I'll go with the Houston Texans. Um, I really thought that Deshaun Watson would pick up right where he left off last year. Uh, he hasn't quite done that. But he's played pretty well after week one. He's moved the ball. He still holds the ball too long which is obviously an issue when you have a bad offensive line. <laughs> Not the most advisable thing to do. Um, but I do think the defense is improved. I mean, J.J. Watt has clearly come back to where he was. He has five sacks in the last two games. Like, he's been wrecking, <laughs> been wrecking offenses after not having a sack for, like, two years. He just he also didn't have a back well. for, like, two years. Yeah, apparently that's important. (laughs) (laughs) Who would have thought? But uh, I haven't given up on the Texans, but I do think there's a there's a bit of a hill to climb for them. One and three is hard to come back from. All right, that's just not true. They're they're two games back in the division, Reeb. Like it's it's a steep mountain, Alex. Well, I would say that just I mean the underperforming basically. I mean the Titans, of course, are playing well, but. Uh, from just the other teams in the division, like Jacksonville is not the team that we perhaps uh, thought they were going to be. The door is definitely still open for the Texans. I think Will Fuller makes um, Watson a better player. They, they seem to have a good connection and, and move the ball and things. And the Colts well, giving a free, Colts giving a free victory again. was nice. Yeah, that is, that is unfortunate. Yeah. That's kind of his MO, though. He'll come have a couple awesome games and then sit out for a while. But uh, the Colts gave the Texans a nice win, so there's some hope for him. Yeah, he still hasn't. Uh, he's still has caught a touchdown pass in every game he's played with Deshaun Watson, which is wow. uh, pretty crazy. Who fills in for him? Is it Braxton Miller, or does Braxton oh, Miller just not even play? Uh, he got cut. Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> dang it! They, they got Kiki Kuti now. I have never even heard that name okay. in my life. He, go pick him up in fantasy, dude. He got a bunch of targets last week. I will pass. Yeah, probably me too. But <laughs> I, 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 I looked in our dynasty league to see if he was available, but he was owned, unfortunately. Oh, because no. <laughs> surprise, surprise! Every player in the league is owned. It's a very difficult league to operate in. <laughs> I picked up Zach Pascal. He he got a bunch of tar- he got like ten targets from Andrew Luck last week. He might get more this week. Sty's out. I know that's that's why I I, I might start him this week. Honestly, just come on four. Why not? You know. 
I don't know how you're zero and four when your team looks so much better than mine, well, and I'm two and two. Except my trade, Reeves. <laughs> no, I, I was gonna ask the fans and have them vote on it. I think it's pretty. I don't know if you. It's a pretty fair trade. I offered him Doug. Or, sorry, no, I, that was my old trade. I offered him Devonta Freeman and uh, Chris Godwin for uh, Keenan Allen and a second round pick in next year's rookie draft. I just don't know how valuable second round picks are. They're not that valuable. It's like a kind of a low end rookie. Like it'd be like that if you're the first pick in the second round, you get the 13th best rookie, but you're probably, I'm just worried because if I give up Keenan Allen, then who am I going to start at receiver on my team? Tyler Boyd, Marvin Jones, and then like Chris Godwin. Yeah. That's not a great. Hey Jack, I'll not offer a great you lineup. the same deal for Adam Thielen. Me? Yeah. For Adam Thielen, I'm going to remain with Adam, who is just the best. Yeah, Adam Thielen is having a better year so far than Keenan Allen. Of course he. Well, Keenan Allen's been a little banged up. I, I think they're yeah. they're pretty yeah. close to the same level. I'll I'll move it down to a third for Adam Thielen. So you just got to give me Adam Thielen a third, and then I'll give you Devonta Freeman. And I don't I don't even Devonta Freeman still. Freeman's not going to be as helpful for me as it is for Reeb. Your deal is just not that uh, enticing. <laughs> well, I gave it my best shot. <laughs> <laughs> once you start, fans got to hear our once you start throwing in a couple first round picks, Alex, we'll start to talk. But right now, I'm not that interested. But anyways, back to disappointing teams other than Alex's, Alex's disappointing fantasy team <laughs> and disappointing oh. trade offers. Um, uh, Reeve, do you have a disappointing team? I do, actually. Good thing we were talking about Devontae Freeman because my disappointing team is the Falcons. Although I will say it's early and their losses have been to the Eagles, the Saints, and the Bengals. Three <laughs> top-tier teams. <laughs> but, I mean, all jokes aside, I mean, the Bengals are 3-1. and one. No, The yeah, Saints are, oh, God, 3-1. Three three and and <laughs> yeah. Eagles are 2-2. And, and the two. Eagles are the defending Super Bowl champs. So, I mean, the teams that they've lost to are good teams. It's yeah. just, and their offense has looked really good besides that first game. Yeah, no, it's since just, week one, they've had one of the best offenses in the league, and Calvin Ridley has really given them a spark. Yeah, he is, a yeah, he is the number one wide receiver on fantasy. I did not know that until He's today. Leading, leading the league in touchdowns, six touchdowns. He has, yeah, he, has he been, is 15 <laughs> catches and six touchdowns. <laughs> on fire. It is ridiculous. Um, but uh, I, I did want to just point out Julio Jones still without a touchdown this year. Had three touchdowns. But he's on pace for like over 2,000 yards. Yeah, he's leading the league in receiving yards. But I did want he's have having one of them. He's having one of them Calvin Johnson years. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to have a quick <laughs> quiz. Since Julio Jones entered the league, there are 14 players who have more receiving touchdowns than him. Uh can you guys name those 14 players? I want to go one by one, and you guys 
can venture a guess. All right, okay. why don't we start with you, uh, Screw? All right, uh, Antonio Brown. You are correct. That is one of them. He has 62. He's tied for fifth since that mark. Uh, wow. Jemp, why don't you uh, you go? Oh, crap. This is going to be a weird guess, but I'm going to go Doug Baldwin. Correct. He has one more touchdown than Julio Jones. He has 44. Uh, Julio Jones has 43. Uh, Reeb? Oh, gosh. I'm just going to be a homer. AJ Green. Yes, he is actually tied with Antonio Brown at 62. Woo. Uh, screw back to you. Uh, Odell. Nope. Uh, he entered the league, even though he entered the league in 2014, he still has 38 touchdowns. So oh, my Jones gosh. Damn. <laughs> that was so freaking nuts. All right. Uh, Jack, why don't you uh, give it a shot? I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to think, man. I don't, this is a spot. <laughs> I will give you a hint. There are three tight ends. Uh, now eight receivers left. After All right. I'm going to go with uh, Rob Gronkowski. That Damn is correct. <laughs> he, is, he is tied for first at 67. Holy. Uh, <laughs> goodness gracious. Um... <laughs> there's, also, there's also one retired player and one who is not on a team. Calvin Johnson? Correct. He has 50 touchdowns in the past two years. (laughs) Two plus years. All right. That's awesome. Um, Screw back to you. Uh, Let's go DeAndre Hopkins. Nope. Uh, He has 35. He entered the league in 2020. (laughs) This is really hard. Alex... I know you take those quizzes like when we were waiting for the plane. Like, let me list out all the wide receiver cores on every single team. Jordy Nelson. Correct. Jordy Nelson is correct. He is 65. He is tied for third. All right. Can I go go Des? Yes. He is tied for first with Gronk at 67. Wow. Des was a touchdown machine. Yeah, he was. Because he's a a jump ball receiver. He's a possession guy. He's a beast. I stole that? Well, he said... I know, but it was my turn. Sorry, Reeb. Did I steal yours? All right, Reeb. There are still two more tight ends. You should be able to get... (sighs) Antonio Gates? Correct. 46 for Antonio Gates. Yes. He's 11th. Uh, I guess that Drew went, so back to Jack. Uh, Cool. So what's left? One tight end and how many receivers? One tight end and five receivers. Five receivers are all still in the league? Yes, they are all still in the league. Um, A couple of them are pretty old, pretty well known. Trying to think. um, I will tell you, two of them played with Peyton Manning. Two of them played with Peyton Manning. So, oh, um, my gosh. What's his his name? Uh, Demarius Thomas? Correct. Actually, sorry. There, there is a second retired person. I, I, I forgot that I, I, I lied. My bad. Reed. You're lying to us, Alex. Come on. This throws off my whole thought process. <laughs> um, it's my turn. Yes. Yes. Uh, oh goodness. I'm just thinking of Peyton Manning teams. <laughs> This is the other retired person. This is the other guy who played with Peyton Manning. That's a pretty uh, big clue there, Reed. 
If you want, we still have a tight end, right? Yes, we do. If you if you have I'm just one, just go with it. Go, go ahead. Uh, Jimmy Graham. Correct. Jimmy Graham is the last tight end. God. Sixty-five. Damn it, Drew. Tied, tied with Jordy for third. I'm gonna say that was my answer and pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go again. Uh, Brandon Marshall. Correct. Fifty-five. Sweet. Freaking awesome. Um, but now I'm freaking screwed here. Uh, three left, right? Receivers. Yes. Uh, there's one really obvious one that you guys should probably get. Uh, He's like third all time in receiving yards, currently in the league. Oh my gosh, yes, Larry, 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 Larry Fitzgerald, is, Fitzgerald is correct. Although he only has 45, he is tied for 12th, or no, he's just 12th. That's awesome. If you hear typing, <laughs> it's totally not. These last <laughs> looking this up. These last two are a bit obscure, so I'll just give them to you. All right, well, I, all right, I'll give you a pretty. All right, uh, one of them is a receiver who played with Peyton Manning. He is white. He just retired this year. Wes Walker. Oh, no. oh. oh my God, Reeve. <laughs> he just retired this year. Just retired. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Eric, Eric Decker, Eric Decker. Yes. 52 for Eric oh, Decker. He was good at some he point. He was. He was, he was so good. Touchdown machine. <laughs> I honestly only remember like when he was bad. I mean, he's never he's never made a Pro Bowl. He's just that's a lot of touchdowns. <laughs> he has he has a lot of touchdowns. That's what he was good at. That is shocking. All right, and this last one uh, is a mediocre receiver that you shouldn't try Richard Sherman with. Really? Oh my gosh! Really? Crabtree? <laughs> yep, Michael Crabtree. Forty-four touchdowns for Michael Crabtree. He has more than Julio Jones Good. at the end of the league. Good job, Julio Jones. I'm proud of Calvin Johnson remaining on that list. Way to go, him and Fitzgerald. Yep. All these good guys. I mean, Julio yeah. might not catch him this year either. But great <laughs> things are going. Still need seven touchdowns. Yeah. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, what a fantastic list. You need to have some more of these on the spot. I enjoyed it. That was difficult yet possible. And I also enjoyed that Drew started off a little weak, but they came back really strong and Reeb couldn't yeah. handle it. And I, <laughs> yep, once the obvious ones were gone, I was done. Oh, man, that's that's awesome. All right. I was just thinking, like, good receivers. I wasn't thinking about, like, for some reason. That's probably the important part. Odell Beckham, he came in the league two years ago, but he has <laughs> almost as many. You were pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's funny. I'm glad I got Doug Baldwin at the start. I was I was I felt I felt pretty good with that one. Um guys guys who were close by the way, Randall Cobb, Jeremy Macklin. Oh Macklin is close is kind of surprising to me. Jeremy Macklin. Jeremy Macklin. Where's he like, even at? He's retired, or not on a team at least. I don't know if he officially retired or not. Who's the next thing okay. on the list? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who it would be. Heinz Ward. <laughs> You're just trying to get Alex to say, Juju Smith. No, no, I'm actually curious. <laughs> it probably would. Like, who else is on the Steelers? So. That's caught that many. Juju hasn't that many touchdowns. Le'Veon Bell probably has that many receiving touchdowns. Le'Veon probably has more than him. Yeah, that's true. And... Uh, Mike Wallace Miller. is pretty close, I believe. He's yeah, not, not that, obviously, but yeah. Uh, all right, so disappointing teams. I'm gonna just take the lead on this, Drew. I think you have one to share as well, but um, yeah. I'm gonna go with mine. There are a f- few that you easily could pick. I feel like the Raiders have bummed by. I'm bummed by the uh, Viking struggles, but I'm gonna go with my hometown Detroit Lions with our brand new defensive minded coach who can. <laughs> 
who I don't think realizes that stopping the run is useful for a good defense. So I'm going to tweet that at him, let him know that we probably don't want to let people run all over us. Because, uh, I mean, I know Zeke is pretty good, but that was just kind of an embarrassing effort on our part. And we tend to make – we may, we ended up making Dak Prescott look phenomenal, and he has not been good in a little while. So not too proud of the Lions. However, I mean, Matthew Stafford seems to be, after a horrendous, horrendous, horrendous week one, has started to settle back into himself. Uh, and he's finding his his weapons. Jones and Golden Tate look awesome. I'm so proud of Galladay. I think he's going to be a, a top receiver for us. And we finally had a 100-yard rusher. So there is hope. Uh, but that was tough to see us come back just to lose the Cowboys. And now we're at a 1-3 and three hole. Uh, but thankfully, Green Bay hasn't looked too strong. Vikings have been a little weak. And the Bears are tough to chase. But uh, I still think there's hope for the Lions. But certainly, certainly a disappointing team. You guys have any interesting thoughts on the Lions? Well, they did get their one win on the Patriots. That yeah. was uh, that was a nice moment for them. Yeah, I, I, when I looked at my, our uh, our first four games of the year, uh, I'm going to be honest. I did that was the one I did not peg for a win. I was like, oh, we'll probably take care of the Jets. You know, the Cowboys shouldn't be uh, that big of a deal. You know, and uh, no, we got beaten both of those ones. But we, hey, we beat the Patriots. Maybe maybe you just need to play good teams every week. Uh, yeah, I, that that really works for us. I mean, Matthew Stafford's record against teams that end with a winning record at the end of the year is something like two and forty. So I I, I struggle to think that's what yeah, we he, need. He's been working on that, so now he's like, "All right, I'm going to beat the good teams, and I'm just going to lose to the bad." Kind of even out that record there. Yeah, exactly. Matthew Stafford, best quarterback in Lions history. I'm a fan. Keep throwing. It's good stuff. Let's just try to score more points. Just go into the two-minute offense to start the game. Have we ever tried that? Like, play like we're down 30 <laughs> and just run? I think we could actually put up some points that way. We fake it for three quarters. We get down seven, and we try to come back. It's great. Throwing some fake punts. So happy. Uh, but anyways, that's disappointing. But they're going to turn around. They're going to finish the year 13-3 and win the Super Bowl. We all know that. Uh, but before that happens, uh, who else disappoints you, uh, Drew? Scroop, excuse uh, me. I mean, there's, there's a few teams let me down. But I, I'm going to rant about my team because I'm a little sad. Steelers haven't been doing so hot this year. I know Reeves. Uh, I'm going to keep my mouth shut so until happy. we're further into the season. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, like that Ravens game was like good at, until the halftime, and then we just couldn't move the ball at all. Like we didn't even threaten with the run. We just like ben, Big Ben just ran the offense, just threw it every time, and kept throwing balls short and stuff. It was kind of disappointing. And then the Ravens had a good. We're just running down the clock. We couldn't really do anything about it. The Ravens seemed to be very well coached, except for that fumble on the one yard line. I really thought that was going to change the game, and the Steelers were just going to run away that, with it. Yeah, they ruined their red zone record at that with that fumble. <sighs> but uh, that's yeah, kind so, of I mean, uh, something that Alex Collins does quite <laughs> a bit. I don't know what it what it is about people with long hair. They just they tend to fumble a lot. Except for Marshawn, he's the the anomaly. That's true. Marshawn's beast mode. It's being a people we're not disappointed in. Marshawn Lynch playing great for a uh, lackluster Raiders yeah. team. Yeah, let's hope we get Le'Veon back at some point. There's rumors they might come back I in week seven not. or something. For the bye week. I don't know. He'll be, he'll be in there for the bye week, week seven, coming in for the paychecks. I, I don't know, man. I'm yeah. just bummed. I mean, he's got, got to come back at some point. Like, it's either they trade him or he 
come. I mean, he's not going to sit out the whole season. That would defeat the whole. Well, he doesn't want to break his leg like a particular person who is almost <laughs> holding out. So, yeah, was I was actually going to pick the Seahawks for my uh, sad team because I think they're going to go a little bit. They're going to be a decent amount worse without Earl Thomas. Yeah, they're 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 not a good team to begin with now. So yikes! But it's kind of hard to pick a sad team when they've won their last two games. So I mean. Yeah, but uh, so thinking about that, there's plenty of disappointment to go around. And speaking of that, we get disappointed since we don't actually play in the NFL. We get to talk about it, make jokes about it. We play a wonderful thing called fantasy football. And there have been a few players that have uh, not not lived up to uh, what we hoped. And so what have been some of y'all's uh, biggest busts from this year's fantasy year? Mike Evans lets me down every he's day. He's been so good. <laughs> and I'll, I'll tweet him. He's been no, good. Actually, he's been doing pretty well. He actually saved me a couple times. I'm actually doing pretty well. I pretty think well. the one obvious choice for bust, at least so far, is Le'Veon, considering he was going first to like fourth overall, and he's gotten you zero points. If you did your draft before, or like on the earlier yeah. side, you really got blindsided by this. Yeah, I mean, if you did it like four days before the season, then you got blindsided. Well, yes. But, <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I don't really think that counts as a bust. I mean, it, it's different if a guy gets injured or doesn't play. Like, I guess. Uh, I, I, one of the busts I would go with is somebody I drafted uh, in our Dynasty League, Kenyon Drake. I mean, uh, oh, God. <laughs> I I am just I'm so sad about that because I was like really on the fence in Kenyon Drake and I'm like deciding between him and Royce Freeman and Dynasty and I don't know why that was the one time I like started to wait. You were a little so bit on high on Royce Freeman. I was and I was I like regretted it immediately afterward because it got <laughs> taken with the next pick. I was like maybe I can get him with the next the next round. I was like uh there's these rumors about Devontae Booker. Apparently it was. Philip Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> and just, uh, Royce Freeman's draft fight is also just like skyrocketed. Like it was, That's, it was yeah. crazy. That was like I I yeah, really like I, what are they I bet I've been disappointed with Drake too. Just I just thought he was gonna be the one exciting player really on the uh, Dolphins offense. And what just, are they what are they doing in the backfield? Yeah, just, is Frank Gore taking his carries or like what's happening? For well, Frank Gore, yeah, Frank Gore has gotten more carries than him this year, I believe. That's actually amazing. And... <laughs> Frank Gore is awesome. He is. I, I do. I do love Frank Gore. I mean, he. I mean, he only had eleven carries against the Patriots, but you think Frank Gore is making the Hall of Fame? I, I, I mean, like his stats. I feel are like up he, there with some yeah, names. He has to, but yeah, he's like. He's about to be third all, or he's about to be he's fourth all time in rushing right now. Probably going to get to third. (laughs) His stats are so high up there, and I've loved him for years, but I've never been like, oh, dude, you have to turn the game on. Frank Gore's play. (laughs) It's like, has he ever been a top five running back in the league? (laughs) He's just he's just always there. Yeah, (laughs) he's just there. Like he's a good. He's always been. He's been like a Pro Bowl running back until like five years ago and then he's yeah. just been like there a solid running back and the past five years it's always just like oh my god he's still playing oh he's not that bad wow <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh but i gotta say one of my um busts from this year is freaking the handsome as ever tom brady 
And the reason why he's a bust for me is because I stretched for him in the league. I drafted him early, and then I happened to just pick up Patrick Mahomes like week two, and I'm never starting Tom Brady again. So currently trading Tom Brady, if anybody would like to trade for Tom Brady. I'll trade you Ben for him. <laughs> I don't need, I don't want another quarterback. <laughs> ben, Ben's actually my bust for my team. Like it's sometimes he does really well. Like two weeks ago he had like thirty five points or something like that. And then the week before that he had like two. It's almost like Big Ben is not a consistent fantasy quarterback. What? No, 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 I'm not talking about man. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. when did you draft Big Ben? Like the tenth round? Like Yeah, you picked him picked him up in free agency. <laughs> Sometimes it's so fun to have him on your team because he'll just put up like forty points or just like he like single handedly wins you the games, but then most weeks he like doesn't do that well and he doesn't get you any. I I, I know a bus for Reeb. Uh, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. I was just about to see Derrick Henry. Been doing horrible. I thought you were, there were multiple options you could have gone there. I thought you were going to say well, Leonard <laughs> Leonard Fournette or Derrick Henry or oh, Robbie man. Anderson. It's well, it's right, not yeah, Robbie Anderson. All, all, all of us. Uh, yeah. Were, were have been disappointed by him. Yeah. But it's um, really Sam Darnold's fault. Yeah. I really thought Henry was going to take control of his backfield. Maybe get some just points and he's not just look my, it's plain and simple i i, I have never been a, a huge derrick henry fan or at least coming into this year i wasn't really high on him i i i kind of thought he would be a bust so that this was the one where i'm like yeah i told you so but yeah um there have been plenty that there's been, been a couple be a <laughs> uh, but this one uh the, my problem with derrick henry is that he is the size and speed of Leonard Fournette is like crazy big, crazy fast. And then he just wants to bounce everything outside. Like, what are you doing? You're 250 pounds. Just yeah, go up the middle. I think he could do like, cause I watched him so much at Alabama and he would just destroy every single team. And I, he would bounce outside, but he could get away with it in college. Cause yeah. it's slower athletes. Now, yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he's done it a few times and broken long runs, but like, you just can't make a living doing that every time. Like, yeah, when you're that big and not as nimble as, say, like Saquon Barkley. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit strange to me. Yeah, and Fournette, I'm just waiting to get healthy. He's out this week, which that'll never happen. Really puts me in a bind <laughs> in a couple weeks. He told he told he was totally healthy last week. Yeah, it's not fun to have him and Joe Mixon right now, and Marlon Mack. <laughs> well, I've been I've been stuck because I uh, got Fournette and then also Yeldon, and I just can't play either of them. So that's nice. Yeah, even Yeldon is questionable for this Thursday. <laughs> so I thought I had a nice cuff there together, and uh, now I'm uh, pretty screwed. So that's all right. Fantasy football, everybody, it's fun. Yeah. Oh wait, Jags don't play this Thursday. Never mind. It's a it's a joke. <laughs> it's a pro football Good old- joke. <laughs> It's all pro football joke, fantasy football, but it's a good time. So, um, uh, yeah, I um, enjoy it. I'm doing well in the dynasty league so far. So good. So, 
hopefully that uh, keeps I'm, on rolling. I'm honestly not worried. I think my team's going to rebound pretty nicely. I'm just terrified. Yeah, it's going to have a sweet 3-13 and 13 season for you, Alex. I'm, I'm terrified because the teams I've been playing have, have not been scoring much, and I'm, like, barely beating them. And then I look at the, the schedule or, like, the scoreboard, and there are people hitting, like, 180 points, 150 <laughs> points. And I'm like, oh, my God. I snuck by with, like, 88. <laughs> when I play these teams, I'm going to get destroyed. <laughs> oh man good freaking times and i like it and uh, my picks are stupendous are doing okay i really thought i was gonna beat uh drew this week it did not happen patrick mahomes decided to hand off the ball rather than throw a touchdown pass so thought wrong boy i'm just dominating that league so i am not you're barely doing better than me that league i mean i'm undefeated I'll I'll trade you uh, Tom Brady for somebody. I think you scored like four more points than this year. Or something. I've learned to never make fun of Alex's fantasy team because <laughs> he comes back and destroys you and wins the league. I have the most points <laughs> and I'm undefeated. I think I've I think I safely say that I'm winning that league. You said you were destroying the league. I I think that's pretty pretty. Having the most points and being undefeated I'm, is kind I'm of like right behind him. I wouldn't say he's destroying me. He's like barely ahead of me. Alright, we're destroying most of the league. Fine. There we go. Drew. There we go. Thanks. Drew just wants yeah, some recognition because hey, well, this is I want his, some recognition his first time I've being on top. <laughs> you know what? You know what? It's, it's time for something very important. It's a segment my first time being a part of it, but it's time for the uh, chopping block with uh, Screw. Alright, well welcome back to the chopping block with Screw. We got some fun questions lined up for all of you. The order is going to go Jack, Reeve, Alex. So we'll start Sweet. out. I got to start. I get to start in both <laughs> quiz shows. This is awesome, guys. Thanks. All right. Well, that's just how I wrote it. So whatever. You didn't right. start last time. Drew started last time. No, he did not. I with did. The, with the receivers? Off. Yeah, he did. Antonio Brown first. Yeah. Oh, no. What? Before I said Doug Baldwin? Uh, check the we'll tape. Don't check it. the tape. We'll I'm, I'm, I'm wrong. <laughs> edit the tape. Alex, I need you to edit the tape. <laughs> and then check. No, you, you introduced. You <laughs> edit the tape so I'd be wrong. <laughs> we'll address it in the next podcast. All right. We'll let the viewers know. I'll, I'll start off with the first question. All right. Jack, who won Super Bowl 15? Steelers, the Raiders, or the 49ers? <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, you hear in the background. I'm going to go with the, the, the Steelers. No, it was no, the Raiders. Raiders. Oh, no. I just assumed Drew would pick all Steelers answering that questions. That a good joke. <laughs> all right. Reeve, who has the most Super Bowl losses of these teams? The Bills, Steelers, Patriots, or Packers? Bills. Uh, nope. The Patriots. Damn it. Have five tied with the Broncos. Actually, <sighs> the most. I assumed right, they won. They lost at least another one outside of that, like four Super Bowl loss streak. <laughs> nope. Incorrect. Yeah, you would be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks for them. <laughs> yeah. All right, Alex. Who has more sacks, Sean Taylor or Demarcus Ware? <laughs> 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 Man, tough one. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Sean Taylor because he has freaking beast amount. He actually does have more sacks than DeMarcus Ware does. Uh, that's just not true. I, I don't know. <laughs> How does he I, have I, more than DeMarcus Ware? <laughs> he doesn't have more sacks than DeMarcus There's Ware. There's no way. 
I didn't think so either. Maybe I looked it up wrong. Jason Taylor. I up. I goofed that one. Oh my gosh. Who is Jason Taylor? I was like, I was like, damn, Sean Taylor's a beast. Jason Taylor's a defensive end for the for the for the Dolphins. Yes. Sean Taylor had what? Yes, 156. You don't remember all those safety blitzes on the Redskins? I threw it up there. I was like, you played like three years. <laughs> <laughs> that just goes to show how much research I'm doing on this, okay? <laughs> Alright, moving on. <laughs> Switching that one on the tape. Alright, who has more pass completions for Jack? Tom Brady or Brett Favre? Pass completions. completions. I'm going to go with Drew Brees' final answer. <laughs> You're incorrect. Actually, I'm, actually, I'm correct with Drew Brees. His <laughs> name Turd Ferguson, by the way. No, he just has the most pass completions in NFL history. Yes, who has mo- most between those two, though? Between those two, but I uh, picked the correct answer. Uh, between Tom, Tom Brady, Brady and Brett Favre. Brett Favre. I'd go with Brett Favre. Brett Favre does have more. Ah, look at that, I'm right twice. Because it's Alex. also the he he broke okay. Brett Favre's record to set the most, I believe. So that was a good hint. True. All right, Alex. Ryan Fitzmagic was drafted to the Bills in 2009. But what scene? What team signed Fitzmagic next in 2013? Um, 2013. It was the second team he was on. Right. I can't yeah. remember if he went to. I think it was the Titans. It was the Titans. Correct. And then All the right. Jets. No, that was uh, Texans. Yeah, that was Texans, Texans and Jets. Jets. Oh my gosh! Holy crap! He's traveled. And the Bills. <laughs> he's gonna get benched. That's funny. He, he was All also right. definitely not. He was on the Bengals before the before the Bills. He was. Yeah. All right. Anyways, moving on. Next <laughs> chop. I think I accidentally skipped three. I skipped you three. did. Yeah, you did. Right. I oh, thought you were just changing go. the order. All right. Here's a good one. Chad Henney is a joke, a mother-loving joke. But some of his records as a quarterback, some of his records as a quarterback, trying to focus on the positives, what year did he have the most wins? 2009, 2010, 2013? Uh, 2010. Incorrect. It's 2009. How, How many wins was it? Seven. Wow. <laughs> Good job, Chad. <laughs> All right, here's one for Jack. When talking about current defenses, no one cares about being number one. It's more important about being a top two oh defense. God. What are some current? What are the current two top overall defenses in the league? Wait, the current? Wait, what? The top two. Top two. Are the top two defenses? defenses? Yeah. Um, I would go with the Bears. What metric are we using for top defense? Yeah. Um, yards. yards. Oh, yards allowed? Yeah. Average uh, yards per game allowed. Yards yeah. per game allowed. This is a weird metric to use, but I'm still going to go with the Bears. Uh, and then uh, we'll go with yards per game allowed. This is tricky. The Broncos, actually. No. Both are incorrect. It was the, the Jags Red- and the Ravens. Oh, the Redskins were up there last week. I know that. I knew the Redskins wouldn't still be up there, but really, the Jags and the, I'm sorry. I, I looked at the Ravens. I can't. I just forgot. Still be up there. They had they had a bye week. 
Oh, that's true. I just assume the Redskins suck Teams every got week. Negative yards. <laughs> but interesting. Interesting. I I didn't trust the Ravens, but I should have. And then I completely you forgot gotta about remember, the Jags. You got to remember about that but Bills the game with the Ravens. Yes, sucks so much that the Jags were able to pass everybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's also true, uh, but I think the the the, uh, the Bears are uh, the best defense in the league. So go Bears! Final answer. <laughs> you think the Bears are better than the Jags? I, I don't know. The, the, it's pretty close between them and the Jags. Who's the best? I think they've played better so far this year. I'd be scared of the Bears. The Bears more than the Jags. Yeah. All right. So here's the next one for Alex. I actually saved this one for Alex because I didn't think anyone else would get it. I think Alex has actually <laughs> Super Bowl 15? You really thought I had that one? <laughs> I just put it down. On the, you know, I thought that wasn't too hard. I mean, I can tell you any Super Bowl who won. But... Yeah. All right. So, Alex, the fastest 40-yard dash time in the NFL is clocked at 4.21 by Chris Johnson. What NFL that's player not, holds the record? True. That's also not <laughs> true. Oh, three. What? It's not John true. Ross beat it's it last year. No, I looked at these stats yesterday. Someone's lying to me. <laughs> All right, but what NFL player has the record for most bench reps in the NFL Combine at 49? Ooh, I think it's uh, – crap, no, it's not Larry Allen. Um, he played think... for the Redskins at one point. Played for the Redskins? And then he went to the Cowboys. Is it Larry Allen? No. It's oh, Stefan Pia. Scrub, it's Stefan. Oh, Stefan Pye, and that's right. Yeah. I told you yeah. it was Stefan. Come on. I think it's just Stephen Pye, but yeah. That... Freaking Drew, I can't even steal the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, we, we can change that next time. We're, this is a work in progress. Nothing's perfect, as you can tell. All right. Well, here's one for everyone. I trust everyone here is not a bandwagon fan, so I'm going to give you specific questions on your team. All right, Jack, who was the line starting QB in 1995? Uh, I, mean, you were like, I know. Two. I know. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Bobby Lane. No, I know. Alex, who is it? Uh, it was Scott Mitchell. It was Scott oh, Mitchell. Scott Mitchell. Actually, I could have gotten that if I thought. All That's right. A, here's one. Oh, sorry. Good question. All right, Reeve. Here's one for you. I remember what the, the last. What was the last team the Bengals beat in the playoffs? Oh God. That's a good joke. That's a good. That's a <laughs> good right, joke. I actually don't know this one. Uh, the Bills? No, it was the Houston Oilers. They are not even. <laughs> they don't team. even exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's how long it's been. <laughs> the team they beat is not. You got me, Drew. I'm a bandwagon <laughs> Bengals fan. <laughs> I know. I know, Reeves. <laughs> I try to make the rest of them more positive the, after the that. I don't know what I'm bandwagoning on to with none of these <laughs> playoff wins. Hey, you're a 3-1 team. I mean, I, you could have been. When, when was it they won? Show. It was like it was like 91. It was 91. 90. Yeah. 90 so it was, was before you were born. Yeah. Should have known that one. Scrub. All right, Alex. So far this season, the Redskins record has been looking pretty good. What is the best regular season record the Redskins have had since the 16-game schedule? Since the 16 game schedule, um, in 91, they were. Uh, There's actually a bonus point if you get the years. I thought they were 16 and 0 every single season. <laughs> they win 100 to 0 every single game. In 90, I think they were 14 and 2 in 91. They were, and they were 14 and 2 another year. Oh. Um. Alex wishes so badly he was alive in 91. Was it 83? 
It was eighty three. That's actually really impressive. <laughs> yeah, that was when that was when Joe Theismann was MVP, and then they went to the Super Bowl and lost the rate. Got smashed Alec- by the Raiders. <laughs> Alex is a bandwagon fan. Yeah, Alex is a fan recently. I can remember if there, there was a there was a sixteen game season in eighty three. Yeah, there was. Hit it, hit it. All right, so I have another one for Pearson, who's not here, but I'll give it to Alex. Or we'll give it to see if anyone can get it. All right, with the good comes the bad, and we've all seen hard times. So, what's the worst record the Redskins have had since the sixteen game schedule? Sixteen and zero. <laughs> <laughs> we just have been fourteen and two. Like that does not seem consistent with your previous. <laughs> one in fifty. Uh, I don't. I don't think they've been one in fifteen. I, I I've been one in fifteen being, three times. I definitely remember them going three and thirteen, but they went I, three and thirteen twice. Can you give me the years? Was it uh, one when they got three? three? Yeah, one was in twenty eleven. Fourteen? No, twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. Yeah, Noob. I knew it was one of those two years. And um, there's one more. This one was like twenty years ago ish. I, I I'm not sure. It was 1994. They also went three. Come on, you were born. There you go. <laughs> so Jack Matthew Stafford has been destroying the Lions' all-time passing record, but who has the second most with 15,710? <laughs> that is just so sad. How bad our quarterbacks are that our second highest has, is. He almost has triple. <laughs> Yeah, uh, how many how many playoff wins does Matthew Stafford have so far? But he'll get there. Don't worry about it. Uh, this time, let's see. I don't think it's Scott Mitchell, and so I'm going to go back with my original answer, uh, Bobby Lane. It is, and Scott Mitchell is third, which is kind of cool that you got the other two, the other one. Yeah, we kind of um, – Bobby Lane was the best quarterback in our history until Matthew Stafford. Uh, Dan Orlovsky, final answer. <laughs> Dan, you're just killing it. After the correct answer guesses. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Reeb. With the Bengals looking up the season, let's think about let's let's think about all the great Bengals players, specifically receivers. You got Chad Johnson leading the team and another big name with AJ Green. But what lesser known name is third all time on the Bengals? Is it a recent person? Uh not really. Not like crazy far away, but Give me a range of years. Uh, let me, I have to figure out what year. I don't, I don't remember what year. Is it Hushmanzada? No. Uh, okay. He is currently 67. So oh, I'm that is so life. far away. <laughs> what are you talking about? Alex, do you know who it is? Can you give a guess? Uh, is it Isaac Curtis? It is. Oh, my God. <laughs> I never would have gotten that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was going to guess Carl Pickens but since you said he was in 67 I thought it must have been Isaac Curtis yeah alright to Alex the 1991 Redskins team was an all time great team and ended up winning the Super Bowl but who was their starting center oh um um uh Jim Bostic Jeff Wrong answer. I was like thinking John Bostic, and I'm like, no, that's not right because John Bostic's the linebacker with the Steelers. I was I yeah, was yeah, Steelers. Yeah, I'm like, it's I, it's a, definitely a J name, Bostic, but I, I forgot it was Jeff. Yeah, should have just said Bostic. 
Uh, I got one more question. I'm sure Pearson, but everyone can answer. But imagine Alex is gonna. <laughs> we got this, this Jack. It's actually decently easy, but it's really close. I'm not sure if Alex will get it. With a long history of famous coaches such as Joe Gibbs and Jim Zorn, the Redskins have been blessed with such talent. But the last Neither. two coaches, Jay Gruden and Mike Shanahan, who has coached more games for the Redskins? Schneider. Jay Gruden. Well, <laughs> Jay Gruden I, I, let's see. Shanahan started in 2010, right? Go Jay Gruden, final answer. I would guess. I would say Jay Jay, Gruden. Jay Jay Gruden had four more games, yeah. Who won more games? Obviously, if it's close, then obviously it's Jay Gruden because they always played the same amount of season, plus Jay Gruden played these extra four games this year. Well, I have some good news. Everyone won because I forgot to keep score. So congratulations. <laughs> I don't think I, I got won. one right. So I got my two. Qu- Alex went one and one plus got a Pearson bonus question. I went one and one plus got a Pearson bonus question. So that's good. Reeb stays unpaid. We're great. <laughs> uh, don't I get like the four extra points for like naming the years on that yeah, one? Uh, uh, no, you've been chopped. I forgot about this. You've been chopped. <laughs> I may. I. <laughs> I got, I got, I got the rest of them. It's okay. I got Drew Brees. All right, so um, I, I say the winner is Chop. For now on, I'm gonna crown the winner as Chop, and the loser got Super Chop. <laughs> Wouldn't that be better? <laughs> That's no, one is Chop, but one got Chop. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. That, <laughs> that makes, makes a lot more sense, right? <laughs> All right. Well, that's excellent. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up here with our classic overreactions from. Oh my the... god! I forgot that we were. Reeve <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, has continued to struggle to overreact to anything, I... and that's okay. And so we're gonna start off with Reeve. Reeve, what is your overreaction? <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Is this real? Yes. <laughs> this real? Please give me like a buffer of one person. <laughs> right, I, I got it. I got, I, got I, got I, I cannot believe Sean Taylor had more sacks than Demarcus Ware. I did not know that until today. <laughs> Still not no reaction and false, but it's okay. <laughs> All right, Alex, please tell me you actually have an overreaction. <laughs> Um, I can uh, make one up on the spot because that's kind of what this is. <laughs> am a professional, and I was just thinking. Stop one. stalling, Alex. I will go with mine. I got one. I got one. I got one. All right. Uh, I don't think the Dolphins are a good football team. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Slow yeah, down yeah. there. Don't yeah. overreact. They just lost to the Patriots. I'm sure they'll write the ship and take the division from the Patriots. It's okay. <laughs> oh man! Uh, did you stop stalling and think of an overreaction? <laughs> All right, my overreaction is that Joe Flacco is a legitimate MVP candidate. I know that I didn't uh, put him in our, <laughs> as my MVP leader, and he's not the MVP leader, obviously. But I think he's he's in the mix right now. He's he's, he's leading a, he's a pretty candidate? good Ravens offense. Would you say candidate? If, if you all right, would you say Andy Dalton is an MVP candidate then? We're not uh, we're not overreacting that much. <laughs> yeah. 
but thinking of another quarterback overreaction, uh, man, I really want to just name Mitchell Trubisky the best young quarterback in the league overreacting to that game, but I can't quite do it. Instead, I'm going to overreact to my Lions losing to the Cowboys by an amazing last-minute drive by the Cowboys to win the game and say that Jason Garrett is, in fact, a good coach. No way. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of responsibility on that team. I don't think I don't even think I believe my own overreaction, but <laughs> that'll do it for another week's uh, attempted overreactions. Uh, wait, wait, I actually have a, a kind of this one's not might not be an overreaction, but I <laughs> oh gosh, I'll just listen to Patrick Mahomes' voice and holy, oh my <laughs> god, what is that voice? I do not understand what is coming out of his mouth. <laughs> that's, that's a reaction for sure. So that's good. <laughs> I, I did want to follow up with a couple of our old overreactions. I think uh, Jason Winton got a little bit better this Monday night. Like he wasn't great, but like I think, yeah, I think he's improving. Yeah, he's, he got he, a little he bit better. Fe- he feels uncomfortable. He sounds uncomfortable. Yeah, he but felt he seemed a little bit less uncomfortable this <laughs> week. Though maybe as time goes on, he will be a normal announcer that nobody really <laughs> gains anything from, but also doesn't really mind. Alex, do you think Monday he might be able to pronounce Juju Smith Schuster's name? <laughs> well, we're going a little bit far there, but <laughs> oh gosh, well that's that's good. I'm glad you're keeping track of the overreactions. That's, that that makes me proud. Uh, but that'll do it. Unless we have anything else, we went a little bit longer than we initially thought. But thank you guys for sticking into our wonderful pod. And uh, please do not fact check us, because uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm the fact checker here. So, <laughs> uh, but trust us blindly. Read the pick'em. Check the articles. I feel like we're going to get some new content out to you guys here pretty soon as well. So I, I hope you guys enjoy that. And any uh, final last second thoughts? Hmm. All right, well, it's been a great show, and thank you for joining us here on the Pro Football Jokes podcast. Again, uh, this is Jem with Friggin' Beast, Reeve, the unpaid intern, and uh, uh, Screwballs. You know, what a great show, what a great time. Thank you for listening, and we will be back uh, shortly.